Welcome to the Church Butler Lunch and Learn podcast. We help put social media to work for your church. Social media is your opportunity to engage your community all week long, reach new people, and start new conversations. Every week, we'll bring you a dose of practical, tactical, skill-building training as we talk to communicators, church leaders, and members of our team. Are you ready? Let's get to today's session. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Kenny Jang with Church Butler. We've got another Lunch and Learn episode. We are on a roll bringing in rock stars across the Christian communications kingdom. Um, Today, we've got Lauren McAllister in the hot seat. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. So we've got another guest here who um, we should absolutely not give any sympathy towards because you reside in what part of the country, Lauren? I reside in Jacksonville, Florida. Which is sunny, 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 as I actually am in New Jersey with 20-degree weather. It's supposed to go down to 16 degrees tonight. That so, uh, <laughs> Which is why I say. And I was at the NRB convention last week in Orlando, 88 degrees, where, um, again, no sympathies for you in that basking sun. I'm sure you're wearing, <laughs> you, you can even wear shorts um, at this time of year, I bet. Uh, yeah, for sure. We definitely can. And we go to the beach. <laughs> uh, okay, let's not talk about that anymore. So let's talk about good things here. Um, your church communicator, tell, tell us a little bit about your church specifically, how big it is and what your role is there. All right. So um, I am at First Baptist Church of Jacksonville. I am the social media manager. I've been there for about seven years. Um, I focus on all of our social media platforms. So we do Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And I'm also our email marketer. So I work with MailChimp, uh, doing our templates and uh, doing the mass emails for the whole church. Nice. So nice. our church is about 5,000 people on a Sunday and we have uh, three campuses. Three campuses. Not bad. Um, and so you oversee communications from a central perspective, not a campus specific perspective. Correct. Yes. So I am an overarching the the whole the whole church, the whole all of F- FBC Jacks, um, the campuses uh, such as our South Campus or or our, our, our Ortega Campus. Sorry, they got a little tongue tied there. Um, if they want to do specific, I do all their email marketing, so it would go through me. But if they want to do specific uh, social marketing, uh, they would be in charge of curating that content, but I would be um, administrating their uh, their logins, things like that, to make sure yeah. that if there, there was a problem that they needed uh, help with, that I would be there at a moment's notice. Superwoman. Yeah. So um, I love this. So w- one of the things that we as communicators are talking about today or the, the soup du jour these days is Facebook advertising because it is so flexible. It is so rich in analytics and insights, and it is so cheap uh, compared to other methodologies out there right now. Um, Are you guys using Facebook? I'm assuming you guys are using Facebook advertising. Oh, yes. We love Facebook advertising. It's my favorite type of advertising. (laughs) So I've also advertised on Twitter and things like that, but I love Facebook advertising. And so one of the most common things, or I guess the baby steps that Facebook really tries to get all brands to do is to use the boost, right? It's that little button that um, on almost any post that you put out there, you just give five, 15, 10 bucks. It's so easy to do to boost the post. And then of course, the promise is that the world has come rushing to your front door. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? I hate it. (laughs) Um, 
Uh, to be honest, like, that's the cliff notes. If you hear nothing else, I hate it. Um, I feel like the boost post is um, just a money grab from Facebook. It's for people that really don't understand much else, which is understanding. Uh, I understand where people maybe misunderstand why it's not good or why they think it's good uh, because Facebook makes it sound promising. Oh, for 20 bucks, I can get a million people and they're all going to love me. Um, but the fact of the matter is that boosting post is very limited on demographics, on uh, what you're showing to that demographic. Um, it may or may not reach the people that you're looking to reach. So that million people, there may only be like a quarter, probably even less than that, that even really necessarily yeah. care that they yeah. see what, what you're showing. So the, the other option is you're saying set up proactive, very specific Facebook ad campaigns, real ads, not just taking a post and boosting it. Um, yes. I'm assuming that you employ what we call inline ads, ads that are in the news feed versus the sideline, the stuff that the little small square boxes on the side uh, index, right? That is true. We do in the news feed. Um, every once in a while, I'll let it populate into the right-hand side just because to kind of see if it does get any clicks. But I'll be honest, very, very, very few times do we ever get any type of response from that. So we're looking for in the timeline feeds. I've done mobile only as well as on the desktop. Oh, okay. Um, I was a little afraid of doing mobile only at first just because uh, some of their ad camp, uh, components that they're doing, such as the canvas ads, things like that, are very new still. Um, but uh, they're really great. And honestly, most people use social media now on their phones or their tablets. Yeah. So uh, it's really, you're hitting a huge uh, audience, even if you're taking away the desktop option. So Yeah, yeah. And, okay, so um, campaigns, construct them with the real intentionality. Uh, one of the things that I think that you know about that most, I would say, honestly, in my anecdotal experience, 90% of the churches and comm teams that I work with don't know about it. There is actually a secret app, a secret program that you can download and work with and construct. Um, tell us a little bit about that, Lauren. Yeah, so I believe you're talking about the Power Editor. Yes. Um, the Power Editor is pretty awesome. Um, it can be a little overwhelming when you first download it. So when you go to download it, it's there's like just so many different um, columns, and the columns feed into another column, and there's just a lot of information there. But uh, take your time. Don't get overwhelmed. Just It really does lead you. Facebook is very, very good at uh, intuitive design uh, with doing their ads. Um, and if you just follow pretty much the prompts, you know, what, what do you want to name this campaign? What, you know, here, here are my creatives, things like that. Um, and then uh, really be cognizant. It's going to give you options to do multiple ads within the same campaign, which is helpful. So you can say like $50. Um, but then you can have six different ads that are sharing that $50 campaign. Um, and how do, so how does it run then? If there's six different ads under one, one, the same campaign where they're clicking through to the same place, um, how, yeah. how, how does that work? So Facebook will show the different ads to the same demographics that you choose. So it'll give you the options to choose demographics. Um, be really cognizant of what you choose. Um, choose specific locations. Someone's probably not going to drive 500 miles to see you, mm. uh, but they may drive, uh, you know, they may drive 50. I don't know, depending on what you're offering. Um, For a typical be, church, what's your geographic radius that you usually use? So what we normally do is we're in Jacksonville. So I choose um, all Jacksonville. That's a very big uh, yeah. area, to be honest. Um, and then I also choose St. Augustine since we do have our South Campus. 
And then I also choose, sorry, <laughs> um, I heard the phone in the background. Um, and then I also choose a little bit of South Georgia. So gotcha. we, we actually have a fairly big radius, but we also have a broadcast ministry. So that broadcast ministry broadcasts through Georgia uh, and the Carolinas. So we do have some people that drive a fair ways to come to specific performances, things like that. Gotcha, gotcha. So, okay, so um, that's great. And then, and then in terms of demographic interest, what, what are some of the types of interests? A lot of people listening into our conversation today has never seen under the hood for the types of things that you can actually choose uh, for you know, targeting your ads. Yeah, so there's so much you can do and it's amazing. And it, I get really excited every time I look because I feel like Facebook is always adding new things and um, there's new ideas and there's so many ways you can in implement it. So one thing that we're looking to implement is um, you can choose like a family dynamic. So you can say new mothers, new fathers, new parents for babies from zero to four. You can say nice. people that just moved into the area. You can uh, say people that have a new job or people that are interviewing this week. Um, you can choose specific jobs, of course. You can choose specific locations like we already talked about. You can choose specific interests. So you can go into super detail like um, just Baptist churches. Uh, uh, we've done ads before that uh, reach spiritualism's tarot card reading. Um, I mean, it's it goes so deep. So one thing that we're looking to do, actually, hopefully in the near future, is we are going to start targeting new families in the area that Facebook has targeted, say, that they're new to the Jacksonville location. They just moved. Uh, and then we will have a targeted ad that shows like a video about why FBC Jacks could be their church home. I love uh, it. So love lots it. of really, really cool things you could do. So there, you're you're targeting a very niche subpopulation um, there, and then you're creating ads with content that's customized or intended for that audience. Is that yes. what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's exactly what you want to do. So um, different demographics are going to be different, interested in different um, things. Uh, the families are going to be more interested in, you know, if you're looking for a new church home. So we are the video is very focused on uh, kids activities, um, the choir that you can do. Anybody can join the choir um, besides just the worship service. But what can we offer your family? Um, the passion play, our Easter passion play ads normally have a lot of colors and a lot of it shows like the grandiose scale because people uh, just think, oh, it's a small church production when really it's almost a broad Broadway style show in a sense. It's very big, several hundred people uh, on on the uh, like kind of a stage, I guess, in a yeah, sense, yeah. really um, showing the Easter story. So uh, you really want to focus on, yeah, what who your demographic is and then what do you think they'd be interested in? Male yes. and female. Honestly, male and females have a lot of different ideas on what they like. I'll be honest. Uh so you have to kind of play that by ear too. Um, if you're looking at mostly, Facebook does have a lot of mostly female engagement. Um, uh, so that is something to keep in mind, but that does not mean that you cannot engage with um, your male audience that's on Facebook as well. Yep, yep. Yeah, in my experience, in the, actually this last month, we were looking at some analytics and the video plays for women, we got down to two cents of video play. Men were at six cents of video play, so women, um, are more accessible on Facebook for that specific campaign. But I think at the end of the day, you have to test, right? Test, test, test. Oh, for sure. That's why um, if I get, a, say I have a $100 budget, I will not put it all in one campaign. 
I will actually separate that into two or three campaigns and we'll uh, maybe test different um, demographics. Or if I'm really confident in the demographic choice that I've made, um, I'll keep the demographics possibly the same, but maybe we'll have different um Maybe we'll do a video for one with different kind of a different uh, feel, different photos, uh, different even wording. Um, sometimes if you're doing like a younger audience, you may want to do something a little bit uh, more uh, slangy, not slang, but just kind of more conversational. Hey there, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. if you're going for an older audience, you may want to be a little bit more formal. So, uh, yeah, different little things like that that really make a big difference. And you don't really think about it unless you really stop. And, and make yourself think about it. Gotcha. And so are you saying that most of this really granular targeting is available in this power editor, but not on the online Facebook ads version? Um, now, ads manager actually does have, if you do the ads manager, it does have actually a lot of demographics that you can do. The web-based um, web version. The web version, yes. Yeah. So um, what I always tell people is, um, if you're really uncomfortable with all the things we just said and you really are just like, I don't know if I want to do multiple ads and I have $5 and I just want to make it work, do a do a, bo a boost post. If you're completely scared of everything, um, that's fine. It's not the end of the world. I don't think you're going to get as good of an engagement that you might otherwise, but it's still an option. Um, so then your next step is going to do ads manager, which is the web-based um, portion of their ads. There's going to be a lot more demographics. It also feeds you into all of this. Um, it, it'll say, what do you want your thing optimized at or your thing, your ad um, optimized? Uh, it give you options. It's a little bit more simplified than the power editor, a lot more simplified, but it's a lot more detailed than what your boost post is going to get. And I think you will still see a lot of engagement for what you do with ads manager. When you feel comfortable with that, then I would say jump in the power editor. Um, I kind of get nervous telling people to jump, you know, headfirst into Power Editor, especially when I meet people that have never really worked with it before, because I can see where it can quickly get overwhelming. Um, but if you are good and you feel confident, I think it's definitely an option. And I think you should not steer away from it because there's a lot more demographic options. There's a lot more analytics that you're going to get from doing something like that instead of just doing the web-based. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, also, are you using the mobile app? There is a Facebook ads mobile app as well. Um, I'm actually not doing that one yet. I will have to look into that. Um, yeah. From yeah, my experience, it's good, it's good not necessarily to actually create ads, but when you're on to go, you can check in and see the performance of your ads. It's, one, it's a good way to get a snapshot of how things are going, especially I, for first timers that might be nervous about spending money, 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 right? Yes. Um, so, yeah, they do have a mobile app that's worth checking out. Um, I will have to download that. I would say that's super. The best thing about Facebook ads to me is that you're not under contract. Yes. You, can, you know, you, if you're keeping an eye on it, like ch keep checking on it. And if an ad's not doing good, just cancel it. Just say, you know what? That wasn't a good ad. Let's go ahead and cancel it. Let's save the rest of my money. And then we'll start another ad. That's the yeah. best part yeah. of it. And that's yeah. why you have to be checking your analytics. Okay. And then talk about encouraging people. Um, you don't need a lot of money, right, to get onto Facebook ads. We're literally not talking a lot of money. How much money are we talking about for a beginner church if they're starting out? Oh, my gosh. You can start off with – I mean, I've told – People, I've seen people start off with $10 a week. I mean, um, granted, you're not going to reach as much as if you had $50, obviously, but you will still reach people, especially if you have the smaller your budget, the more particular I would be with your demographics uh, because you are limited on who you're reaching. So you want that money to go 
a long ways, which is going to be making sure you know who you're reaching. Uh, but besides that, no, I mean, you can start with 10 bucks. I mean, personally, if you can get 50 bucks a week, that's obviously better. But if they're not telling you, you can only start with something like that, go with it. I mean, you can definitely make a huge impact in your ministry um, by doing that. And, yeah, and- yeah. Um, we're, we're counting down to Easter and it's Lent. And I actually have a friend who um, didn't have a budget. And so um, he, he was saying, look, I go to Starbucks every day and get by a caramel macchiato. And it was like $4 and 60 something cents a day. And he said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut caramel macchiatos for Lent for 40 days and invest that money and just see what happens with the $4 something cents in Facebook advertising is just going through 40 days. And the first week has been phenomenal. This first couple of days just um, has just confirmed and encouraged them to stay on track of not going to Starbucks every day. What do you think? Isn't that a great campaign? <laughs> that is fantastic. I love that idea. I think I might do that myself, actually, and just add right? that to our campaign money. So. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think that's the message is that you can start small. Yes. You don't need to start big. Um, and you can you actually can have some serious results. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the big thing is make sure you respond to people when they comment on your ads. Like, I think yes. that's one thing people forget. And you need to check in on those ads and respond. People are going to ask questions or they may just comment. Make sure you respond because then it shows that you're not just like a robot that's putting out ads out there in the world. That you're an actual company or organization or church or person that's doing this. That's serious. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So thank you so much for dropping in with us today, sharing some wisdom and your experience. We definitely need to get you back on to talk about some of the other tools that you have in your toolbox. I love what you're doing down in Jacksonville. If someone wants to get in touch with you, first of all, why don't you drop some digits? Uh, give us the URL of your church website. Do you have a blog? What's the best way someone to get in touch with you personally as well? Is it Carrier Pigeon, Twitter, Snail Mail? How, how do we get in touch with you? I always take carrier pigeon, but if you don't have one, um, well, our church website is fbcjax.com. Um, and my personal information is, uh, my website is lmichelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, design.com. Um, I have been a little lax on the um, blogging. I apologize. I'm in the middle of wedding preparation. So, um but I also have my Twitter. I love to talk to people on Twitter. It's um, L Michelle Jax, J-A-X. Um, that's my handle. So definitely check me out. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, so um, thank you so much. We, the bottom line is that the churches should be trying Facebook. Please just try. Yes. And Easter is a great opportunity to have that excuse to jump on, even if it's just $5 or even $10 a week. Um, just to try it a dollar a day. I mean, if a church can't afford that to try something that has so much potential, I think you, you got to call. We got to talk. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but I think the point is the reason why we're having these lunch and learn sessions is really to have peer communicators like yourself, Lauren, to show that, hey, it is, it's accessible. It, you do actually get some results and it's encouraging, hopefully, for the people here listening. So, thank you so much for everything you're doing for. Jacksonville and the community there and for the kingdom and our community of communicators here online. Thank you so much, Kenny. Okay. Um, check us out next time. Check us on the Facebook uh, church Butler page, face, uh, facebook.com slash the church Butler. And we'd love to hear your comments and your questions and suggestions for our next lunch and learn. 
I'm Kenny Jang. Till next time, be well, be blessed. If you enjoyed today's session, please help us share resources like today's Lunch and Learn with more church communicators across the country. The best way for you to help is to thumb up this episode and leave some feedback on iTunes. It really makes a difference. And for more information on our online training platform and done-for-you social media graphic services, visit our website at www.butler.church. 